0: This week, we're featuring the funniest heat ever debated on the show. First up, we're going back to Australia, where CT surfers took on a two-week quarantine. Let's just say Courtney Conlog sparked a serious giggle fest.
2: These cool, like, black balls that... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a child.
0: And we'll never be able to delete from our memory Mick Fanning's opinion of the best 10-point ride ever to go down in Australia. Hey. He's still, he's, there. Oh, he's still the, there! He's still going! Oh wow. my god! Oh
1: my gosh! <laughs> it was so heavy.
0: Plus, there's some interesting opinions on the age old topic of claims in surfing. Do we love them or hate them?
3: Some are worse than others, Mick.
1: <laughs> some are definitely worse than others.
0: Finally, we're digging into the never before seen blue prison outtake that we really didn't think anyone would ever see. But that's what this show's about! Now, let's get started with some comical heat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Getting Heated. As you all know, this is a place for debate and discussion on all things surf-related. Some of the opinions shared on the show can be pretty surprising, but every now and then, something slips and causes a serious giggle fit, and those moments are some of my favorites. So this week, we rounded up the funniest heat ever debated on the show. Let's start back when the CT surfers had to quarantine for two weeks in Australia. There was a lot of social media time filled with learning new skills, cooking, and push-ups. So I asked McFanning and Ross Williams a very serious question. Who will dominate their time in quarantine the best to get competition ready? Well, it was a serious question until the Giggle Queen herself, Courtney Conlog, joined us.
1: Yeah, so my pick is Courtney Conlog, uh, someone who works extremely hard in and out of the water. uh, And I just feel like she's got a pretty level head on her that will get her through this quarantine series.
3: That's funny, Mick, because we both picked high-energy individuals that are gonna be in quarantine, which is sort of an oxymoron. But I picked Italo Ferreira, um, just because I think Italo is the unofficial spirit animal of the WSL. I mean, he's just so much fun to watch. Um, I know it's gonna be pretty tough for him. It's sort of like a, you know, a caged lion. Um, but I actually think he'll come out on the other side of quarantine with so much energy that he is just gonna be flying even higher uh, on his waves as he's so good at it already. This could be
1: dangerous.
0: <laughs> Those are incredible choices. Let's check in and see if your two picks are dominating quarantine like you think they are.
2: Hey
1: guys! Courtney, how you going? Reason for the call, we're we're checking in on a couple of athletes, a um, mm-hmm. couple of athletes that we think are gonna dominate quarantine and you're my pick, you're one of the hardest working Athletes on the tour. I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing with quarantine Uh, Give us an update of what's been happening the last couple of days.
2: Yeah, I've actually been doing great I'm going to give you guys a little show around the room. I actually have the sickest setup right now I actually have a row machine set up by the window right over there and it's got my right cord disc a tiger tail um, these cool like black balls that that WSL gave us uh, to roll out, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a child. <laughs> oh my gosh, so you guys would've laughed. Well, I was attempting to, like, do a pull-up kind of thing here, but I had a door jammed there, I was attempting to. I opened the door and I look outside and the security guard was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I swear I'm not leaving, I'm just trying to, uh, Work out here.
1: <laughs> Big no-no. I
2: totally set the fire alarm off yesterday.
1: Here, here I, I am started. thinking that you're going to be like all, all Serious. controlled and everything, and it's everything but controlled. It's you're burning the house down. You're uh, trying to rip dolls off.
2: <sighs> <laughs> um, you know what? I mean, it's the spontaneity, you know, that keeps you sane through it all, and and also random humor <laughs> to keep <kind> of girls laughing. You had
0: me laughing. Oh, we're cheering for you. We're going to check in on your potential neighbor, Italo, now. So wish us luck.
2: Nice. Yeah, I feel like Italo's probably on the same track, just keep on his toes. So,
0: Exactly. Eww. Thanks, Court. Hey, Italo. Ross chose you as his pick to be utilizing isolation the best. What have you been up to?
4: Oh, I'm doing some exercise. That's my third one of the day. And yeah, I think I have a lot of energy, so I'm trying to to get busy <laughs> on those days.
1: How many Red Bulls have you had already today?
4: I have my second one, but for coffee, so I'm ready to do to more training.
1: now <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna come and looking at me, looking yoked.
4: <laughs> I'm doing like a lot of exercise and like, dancing and uh, I don't know, like doing videos. and. But the time is always the same, so uh, it's been hard.
1: Have you tried sleeping?
4: I think two days good sleeping, but the last couple of days I wake up 3.30 and start working and watch videos and yeah, talk with my friends and uh, try to do something.
1: (laughs) Uh, Another big question that we have for you. Where's the hair?
4: Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's right here.
0: (laughs) It's a wig.
1: No more, no
4: maybe Wait, after the
0: contest i'm, I'm so confused
1: it. he ties They're it in hair extension.
0: awesome it's hard to serve so you're telling me <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe end of the year there's going to be a, an award for who has the best hairstyle through the year right now it's you and mikey right
0: yep you're winning yeah, you might Mike, be winning now mine. We're super stoked to see you, Italo, and we hope you stay contest ready. Thanks for letting us bother you.
4: Thank you, guys, and see you guys soon.
1: Yeah, it'll uh, And uh, I think Red Bull might need to send another carton towards you. You'll be finished that one today.
4: Yeah, please. send me more.
3: (laughs) See See Ross.
0: (laughs) Bye. I feel bad whoever's next door to those two. (laughs)
3: <laughs> this is like a bad science experiment. I, I'm almost want to retract my answer right away. It's looked like, like he was having a rough time in
1: there. <laughs> He's not doing well, man.
0: <laughs> Those were some really fun check-ins, and Ito definitely used his time in quarantine wisely. He came out with tons of energy and took the very first victory of the Aussie leg in Newcastle. When we return, Mick Fanning recalls the best 10-point ride ever to go down in Australia. Plus, we're revisiting a love-hate relationship with claims and circles.
1: You look like an idiot.
0: And in the spirit of laughter, it's time we go behind the curtains to reveal some outtakes and bloopers that were never meant to be secret. We'll be right back.
1: I'll just try to make it interesting to listen to.
0: Welcome back to this special edition of Getting Heated. We're revisiting the funniest heats ever debated on the show, and the next one really set off an unexpected giggle fest. Earlier this year, just before the Aussie leg kicked off, I asked Mick and Ross a simple question. What was the best 10-point ride to ever go down in Australia? Everything was going fine until Mick's answer got very descriptive.
1: This 10-point this ride is exactly what you think of when you go to this certain spot. The one I'm talking about is Seabass's 10 at North Point. You go to North Point and your dream, you're thinking that you're going to get barreled from start to finish, the whole way, just going over foam balls, punching through chandeliers. Um, so that one for me is you know, my favorite 10 of the the modern era in Australia. The other reason why it's so amazing, if you listen to the commentary, I think Pete Mel actually orgasmed in the microphone. Oh, he's still there, he's He's still there! Oh my God, oh my gosh! (laughs) It was so heavy. Uh, He was so freaked out. And then Seabass comes flying out of the tube and then he runs into Strider, who's having an absolute ball as well. And uh, and then you know we all know how fun C bass is. He was throwing you know that many shuckers. It was just everything around that ten was just pure joy and exactly what you want when you get a ten point ride. Everyone just frothing out.
3: <laughs> oh my god, that was um, that was probably accurate. I think Pete Mell actually uh, <laughs> lost it. He kind of threw me off right there, I'm just, I can't get condor out of my head now. Um, that is awesome. Okay, I, you know, I'm not going to deny that that was one of the funnest uh, tens that we've ever seen um, in the world, let alone Australia. So I love that pick, Mick. Um, so my 10 is, is a bit of a departure from that sort of environment, and it's more about competition, and I just love how uh, clutch it was. Um, and it's one of the best performances I've ever witnessed in Australia, period, from start to finish. And that was um, in 2015, uh, Felipe Toledo just went crazy on the Gold Coast. He racked up six high nines in this event uh, through every round. Um, And in the final, he had Julian Wilson. And then under priority, Julian let this wave go, and it was just the perfect Gold Coast, uh, you know, Snapper Rocks grower. And Felipe unleashed, ended with a big old finner. Um, and it was a perfect 10, undeniable. It was just such a crazy wave, and uh, I think uh, Felipe was 18 years old, so he was wiry, he was light, he was just all over the joint, Um, but it was one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen, and a 10 was, you know, it was an 11.
1: Yeah, I remember that wave. I lost the carton in a bet. I was betting on Julian to win that one, so, uh, yeah, (laughs) I remember it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, look, I guess... Tens are one of those things where they're, they're not an everyday occurrence, maybe if you're Felipe or something. But, um, yeah, I, I think you want to have that moment where it's just pure elation, like everyone gets involved in your ten. And I know the people on the beach It was uh, at, at Snapper just went absolutely loony for that wave. But I just love the commentary from Pete Mel and that's why Sea Bass's Wine got the pick for me.
3: Uh, personally, Mick, you forever ruined that way for me with uh, your analogy of what Pete Mel was doing in the booth. So I that, that way, I can't watch it ever again. Were you in the booth with him? <laughs> you wish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that
0: took a really interesting turn. Now over to another topic that you can't help but just laugh about sometimes, claiming it. Whether it's Gabby's new basketball claim or just a good old-fashioned fist pump, we had to settle it once and for all. Claims in surfing. Do we love them or hate them?
3: Oh, we love claims. I mean, claims are awesome. Uh, you know, that, that's just a uh, pure emotion pouring out of your body. The tricky part is timing. You know, if you get too wrapped up in needing a score, especially if it's a mediocre score, and you fist pump and do that, that sort of, you know, selling it to the judges type of claim, and it doesn't come off right, you know, that's, that's when you're sort of putting yourself out there and there's been, you know, a handful of sort of funny moments, awkward moments out there of people, you know, trying to sell it to the judges and kind of claiming a wave that they would nowhere near claim if they're free surfing or, you know, filming for a part or something. So it's a different animal. You know, it's, you know, in the heat of competition, a 4.8 or a 6.8 can mean everything to you. And it's, it's about advancing. And that's when you get some really funny claims. Um, but some are worse than others, Mick.
1: <laughs> some are definitely worse than others. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think um, there's a bit of chatter around Kanoa's at Margaret River. It's pretty funny. He was right in the moment there, wasn't he? But then there's a fun side to it. I remember when I was competing, I'd bet with mates a lot of the time. You know, if I got a good wave, I'd make up a claim with them, or you know, even have bets on on football games where I had to. Do a claim of their choice i know there's one at jv where i had to do the two five for a mate's afl jersey number uh another one in fiji i told my uh fijian friends that i'll do the meki and do the hula dance uh, but there is a there is a side to it where uh it can be very disruptive. This one was incredible. Wiggly Dontes first Joel Parkinson at Jay Bay. He got absolutely barreled and he claimed it so hard he threw himself off the wave and missed the score by that much.
3: I do remember that.
1: That right there is when you want to uppercut yourself and say I'm never going to claim again.
3: <laughs> I remember that. I clearly remember that. And, and that's my whole sort of take on this is by no means do we want to see claims go away. Claims are awesome, they're entertaining, but you better make sure it's a pretty darn good wave or it's a good score. Cause if not, you know, it could be pretty embarrassing. And on top of that, if you're prolific, if you're someone that's consistently claiming and sort of selling it, people are gonna notice. And it's kind of like the, the boy who cried wolf too many times, you know, and it's gonna look kind of embarrassing. And there's some that are, you know, consistently claimed. You brought up Kanoa, Kanoa kind of claims a lot. He does this kind of funny thing too, where it looks like he's really mad and angry and wants to fight his surfboard that he's got his like passionate claim. Tyler Wright is kind of a prolific claimer on the women's side. I think she claims a, a bit too much. Ace Buckin was another one, um, kind of selling it to the judges a lot, I think. But at the end of the day, it's it's really fun to watch. It's it's entertaining, but you're putting yourself out there.
1: You know, that, that's one side. of it. One person who I love watching claim is Joanne Defay, she's just like her excitement after a wave. She's like, "Oh my god, I just did that!" Or um, like it, it's incredible. She's she's so fun to watch when she is claiming because it's all just pure joy. She never really fist pumps as if she's ever mad or anything like that, and th- that's fun. Um, so look, I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a fan of watching people's emotions. I'm a fan of uh, the claim, but yeah, as you said, don't fall off for a climb, because then you look like an idiot.
3: Oh, poor Wiggly. I will say, Coco, I don't know if you remember this though, like two or three, maybe four years ago, Kelly Slater came up with the idea of putting out a tip jar. And if anyone claimed a wave that was under eight point ride, you had to put a hundred bucks in there. Somehow I, that idea wasn't very popular. Everyone
1: would be broke right now. <laughs>
3: exactly. And it was getting too, it was getting too consistent.
1: <laughs> Judges aren't giving over five.
3: Too, too many surfers were abusing the claim. That was the whole theory there. So maybe we should bring that back. The old, the naughty claim tip chart.
0: I fully remember that conversation. And I think that's why I've never once claimed anything.
1: <laughs> that's a lie. I've seen you claim.
0: <laughs> I think I claimed at Surf Ranch solely off being stoked that I've completed the wave. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> exactly.
1: That's, <laughs> worth it. Uh,
3: That's worth it.
0: I can't believe they got me to admit to claiming it, but it was only one time. When we return, we're showing you the bloopers and outtakes that no one was ever meant to see. We'll be right back. Kipo, well, you look west side with that change. <laughs> Welcome back to this special edition of Getting Heated, bringing you the funniest heats ever debated on the show. Some of the most ridiculous and hilarious moments happen before we even start filming, and we couldn't end this episode without showing you the outtakes that no one was ever supposed to see.
1: Make sure everything's working. And everything's framed okay. This is framed okay, huh? It's, yeah, I don't know. It's just... Sorry, I've lost my train of thought completely. Hang on, i got some notes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: notes? Who writes notes? And that's the camera right there. Mark Richards. Very unique style. You know, the wounded gull. Arms were actually everywhere, but it was just so unique. I just love that.
0: And there goes my flash again. Sorry. Hold
1: up. I don't know if that's cool to
4: say, you know, but it's true because it's just math.
3: Are we allowed to say orgasm? Maybe not that last little gesture. You made, we can edit that out.
1: <laughs> we can delay that one. You weren't even. You were trying to get your together.
0: Oh god. This thing sucks. <laughs> sorry is everyone in the booth
4: we're in the booth are you in the booth
0: okay well you look west side with that change
3: <laughs> i'm just i'm trying to floss as hard as possible it's really hard
0: <laughs> in malibu it's tough you
4: gotta anti-floss the floss here
1: i'm just trying to make it interesting to listen to i'm not uh it's so funny i'm so I'm so not used to going negative on anything. It's like, really goes against my flow. Do I talk? Do we talk? Does Coco talk?
4: <laughs> I could respond. I, can respond. I can't oh, hear on that. Whatever. I'm just giving you little tidbits <laughs> where I can't wait to get after Kipo and some stuff.
0: I have to get after me.
4: <laughs> but that's what this show's about. Get...
0: Why do AirPods not stay in my ear? Let's talk. Let's talk, Griffin. No, I'm
1: just nuts. Sorry, what
0: room
4: he in? <laughs> I think it's the hair. You gotta pull the hair back.
1: It's the mic. Um...
4: There you go. There you go. Now it's good. I'm telling you, it's your hair. It's
1: on for the rest of the day.
4: Ah, on to the gym,
1: Mick. Oh, come on. <sighs>
2: <laughs>
1: no, I am.
0: Paused.
1: <laughs> I like that 1980s Ross Williams.
0: Spicy.
4: Bring it. I'd love. I'd love to debate that with you, Kaipo.
0: I was actually riding. Oh, sorry. My AirPod is coming out.
1: Okay. Um. So yeah. Basically. Uh, so, yeah, mate, I
4: think, oh, is that me or is that
3: someone else? Sorry. Yeah, what is it? Is that noise? Redo laughter.
1: Ha, ha, ha. I can do it, you ready? You let me know, you let me know. Just imagine the big condor swooping over Ross.
3: Oh, jeez. Do you guys know his other nickname? No. Okay, we'll just, leave, we'll just leave it there.
1: That's mean. I want to know.
0: Good job, guys. That was crazy.
4: <laughs> Damn. Rap. On point. <laughs>
1: Coffee time.
0: As long as we can all laugh at ourselves, it's all good. That does it for the funniest he's ever debated on the show. I hope you had some good laughs at our expense. The championship tour returns to Mexico on August 10th, so stay close because you know we're getting heated before the next event kicks off. We'll see you next time.